right? Hallelujah. I want to welcome everyone that's joined us by live stream this morning. We've already had some church in here. Happy Resurrection Day. Hallelujah. I no longer say Happy Easter. It's not about a bunny. It's about a Savior. It's not about eggs. It's about a Lord. And a risen King. Now we do offer the children to hunt some Easter eggs. And no, Joe, just because you're your mama's baby, you can't go out there. Hallelujah. But we want to welcome everyone this morning. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. I believe we have an on-time message. Of course, every message is on time. How many of you know that? Hallelujah. Turn in your Bibles with me to Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6. For all of our guests, uh, I'm a teacher. There's nothing more important to me than the Word of God. The Word of God is what sets people free. It's what delivers people. It's what heals people. It's what will change your life if you'll allow it to. Now, thank God we're going to go past the first three chapters of Romans. We're going to Romans chapter 6. Amen? The, all, everything from Romans chapter 1 up to Romans chapter 6 leads us to Romans chapter 6. And that's the need for a Savior. Nobody in this room is good enough to go to heaven. If you don't have Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, uh, you need to get Him there. Amen? Amen. In Romans chapter 6, and we're going to read about, you know, you know the, the cross is a very uh, significant uh, item in our lives. It's something that we, we, uh, we know what happened there, and the cross is very important. It's where Jesus bore all the sins of mankind. Researchers say, and I've used these uh, before, and it's, it's the, the number has grown, but the researchers say there's an estimated 7.9 billion people that are still living in the world today. They also say there's been over 100 million, or 100 billion, excuse me, that have died from creation until now. That means there's over 108 billion billion people that Jesus prayed the price for their sin. 108 billion people that He bore their sicknesses so they would not have to. That He bore their diseases. Every disease known to man was put on Him. That He took their suffering so they, or actually we, would not have to. The Bible declares that Jesus didn't... Uh, didn't just take our sin, but that He became sin. So you and I could live free from sin. Can I get an amen? amen? So you and I could live in victory in every area of our life. Amen. So this morning I want to talk to you for the next few minutes about the life of a believer in the light of His resurrection, Jesus' resurrections. You know, Christians all over the world are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And many of them, uh, without even knowing what the resurrection really made available to them. Most people, when it comes to the resurrection, they think of 
being born again, the new birth. How many of you have in here born again? Amen. How many of you know that everybody needs to be born again? Hallelujah. Jesus did say that, did He not? Unless a man and a woman's born again, they shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Praise God. But there are so many other things that Jesus did for us and made available to us. How many of you know that? Amen. Hosea 4.6 says, uh, says this. It says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. You can't have what you don't know, and you can't know what you haven't been taught. Amen. You see, the moment you and I got born again, all the benefits of the resurrection were restored to us. But how many of you realize if we don't know what those benefits are, then they can do us no good. And there are so many Christians all over the world today that are only experiencing a very small portion of what God has for them. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want to bring to your attention this morning, and I'm going to spend the next few minutes doing this. I want to bring to your attention just what the resurrection of Jesus Christ restored to you. Everybody turn to your neighbor and say, he's talking to you, so stay awake. The title of my message today is Restoration Through the Resurrection. Restoration Through the Resurrection. Romans chapter 6, verse number 3. It says, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus, were baptized into His death? Therefore, we were buried with Him through baptism unto death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in what? Newness of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse number 5, For if we have been united together in the likeness of His death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of His resurrection. Get a hold of that, church. Amen. Knowing this. I mean, you know, you got to know something. It says, knowing this, that our old man, everybody say old man, man. that our old man was crucified with him in the realm of the Spirit. When Jesus was on the cross, we were on the cross with him. How many of you know that? Amen. That we were crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with. Hallelujah. That we, may, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Now, I'm not going to get on this, but how many of you know if you sin, you're a slave to that sin? I was a slave to sin for uh, till 1997. Amen. And then I was a slave to some of the sin a little bit after that, but then I kept getting rid of it, getting rid of it, getting rid of it. Amen. How many of you know you're a work in progress? Amen. That God don't expect us to be cleaned all together. We sang that song this morning. It says, come as you are. Amen. How many of you came to Jesus as just as you were? How many of you stayed that way? Trick question. 
just to see if you were s s s s taking a little catnap. <laughs> All right. That the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. How I many of you know that? Hallelujah. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once and for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Likewise, you also, turn to your neighbor and say he's talking about you again. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, I want to read verse 3 through 5 from the Amplified Bible, so just look at the monitors, if you will, unless you've got an Amplified. It says in verse 3, Are you ignorant of the fact that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were buried therefore with him by the baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, so we too might habitually live and behave in newness of life. For if we have become one with him by sharing a death like his, we shall also be one with him in sharing his resurrection. By new life, live for God. Can I get a hallelujah? Amen. Amen. So, what this is saying is we died with him, we were buried with him, and we have risen. Thank you, brother. We have risen with him. And just like he's dead to sin, I got you now. Just like he's dead to sin, we're dead to sin. Or dying to sin. Just like he's alive unto God, we're alive unto God. Can I get an amen? amen. Can I get a thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus? Amen. Notice it says we share in his resurrection. Now, there are six specific things mentioned in these verses that took place the moment you were born again. You don't have to grow into them. You don't get them uh, after a length of time. The moment you gave your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, these six things were done for you. Amen? Number one, you died with Him. Number two, you were buried with Him. Number three, you were baptized in Him. Number four, you were raised with Him. Number five, you became dead to sin. Number six, you obtained the way to live your life for Him. Notice that number six, you obtained the way. You got to be able to take the way. Amen. You got to choose the way. I like how verse five brings this out. It says, We share in Christ's resurrection. I thank God that I can share in Jesus' resurrection, that He made me a new person. Yes, yeah, it took a while for my flesh to catch up with my spirit, man. But the moment I gave my heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, my spirit was made alive unto God. Hallelujah. But then I had to be willing to listen to Him. More than that, I had to have ears to hear what He had to say to me. Amen. A lot of people listen, but they don't hear. 
You'll catch up to that in just a moment. The word resurrection here means to be raised to life again. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 14, he said that uh, that if there be no resurrection, then there can be no life. Get a hold of that. There's no resurrection in you, there's no life in you. If there be no resurrection, then there can be no life. And our preaching is in vain. But if there be a resurrection, and there is, praise God, there is life. And we are raised with Him. Can I get an amen? Amen. See, it was through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ that mankind was redeemed. It was through the same resurrection that mankind was forgiven. It was through the same resurrection that mankind was raised to life. It was through His death, burial, and resurrection that things were restored. Everybody say restored. That things were restored to, with, to us. Can, can I get an amen? amen? People say, well, you know, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. I'm not. I'm not an old sinner saved by grace. I was a sinner. And I was saved by grace. And then I was filled with God's Holy Spirit. And now I'm a, I'm a reformed sinner saved by grace who's filled with God's Spirit and doing God's work. Amen. His work ain't just behind the pulpit. You know what His work is? Somebody help me. Living your life for Him. Wasn't that what we just talked about? Living your life for Him is what He's prescribed for you to do. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. God made me new. Hallelujah. Look at this in 2 Corinthians. I'm going to prove this to you in Scripture. Alright, while we're, while we're turning to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I want everybody to raise your hand in here that's born again. I want everybody to keep their hand up that says they are in Christ. Amen. Not everybody's hand went up, so you, that's the ones that's going to wait for the rest of it to come out before they commit. <clears throat> in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, <laughs> hallelujah, if anyone, turn your neighbor and say he's talking about you again. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing their trespasses to them. Praise God for that and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Verse 20. Now then, we are what? Ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, uh, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. This is Paul telling these folks in Corinth, the church of Corinth, he said, in the light of everything that Jesus did for you, don't you think you ought to just give your life to Him? Amen. 
Amen. We implore you, live for Him. Preachers all over America are saying the same things. Amen. Live for Him. Not just on Easter. Every day. There is no better life than a life in Jesus Christ. None. I've tried it all. Yes, I was a sinner. I did everything. You can't say anything I've done that you've done that I haven't done. Did it all. I was the best sinner ever walked the planet. Amen. But now I'm a new creation. I said, now I'm a new creation. How about you? Are you a new creation in Christ? Hallelujah. Now, listen to this in verse, uh, in verse 21. For He made Him, talking about Christ, who knew no sin to be sin for us. That almost makes me want to cry. That everything that should have been put on me was put on Him. See, He didn't just take our sin. He became sin. The Bible says when all the sin of the world was put on Jesus, He didn't even look like a normal human being. He was twisted, marred, beyond recognition because of the sin, my sin, and your sin that was put on Him. How many of you saw the passion of the Christ? How many of you understood the words? I didn't. (laughs) But I thank God for closed captioning, right? Amen. That film, as grotesque as it was, still did not do, I don't want to say service, but it didn't really tell the whole story of what Jesus took for you and me. It says that He wasn't even recognizable as a human being. I can't even imagine that. He was made sin for me. We need to think about that. Jesus knew no sin, but He became sin just for you. Why? So we could be made the righteousness of God. He became sin so I could be righteous before a living God. That I could just love on God and be God's son. And he did the same thing for you. You see, the very moment you got born again, you were made the righteousness of God. Listen, you don't become righteous. You are righteous. I said you are righteous right now. If you're in Christ Jesus, you are the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your righteousness... uh, Let me put it this way. You're righteous because Jesus was righteous. Amen? You're in right standing with God because Jesus was in right standing with God. There is no way that you can be good enough or I can be good enough to be in right standing with God. The Pope is not in right standing with God without Jesus Christ. Billy Graham is not in right standing with God without Jesus Christ. You and I are not in right standing with God without Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Amen.
People, I've, I've talked to so many people say, well, I'm a good person. I hadn't murdered anybody. Why do I need to go to church to hear messages like this? To hear that you can't get in on your merits? That you'll never be good enough to get into heaven on your own? Hallelujah. Glory to God. It says if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I've had people say, well, I just don't know if God can forgive me. I've done too much wrong. No, you hadn't. I said, no, you haven't. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All have sinned. All have made mistakes. All have done things that we wish we wouldn't have done. Amen. But God's faithfulness goes beyond all that. His faithfulness shows us His mercy. His faithfulness gives us His grace. His faithfulness sent us His Son. It's the blood of Jesus Christ that has cleansed you and I. Amen? And it's His sacrifice that has delivered us from the bondage of sin. And it's His resurrection, listen to me, that has restored us unto God. Everybody say, total restoration. So I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, we're not just a bunch of old sinners saved by grace. We were old sinners. But we got saved by grace through our faith in Jesus Christ. And now we're new creations in Christ Jesus. Can I get a praise God? We don't identify with that old man or that old woman. Amen? Those folks were buried with Christ. We're new men and new women. I should have got some yeses from some men there too. You notice when I said new men, the women go, yeah, new men, yeah. <laughs> Say new, new, new women and men just sit there because they know better. <laughs> we were resurrected with Christ. Hallelujah. The Amplified Bible in verse number 19 says this. And like I say, I run a lot of scriptures so you can, you can see that the Word of God says this, not me. Right. Amen? Amen? I tell our congregation, don't trust anything I tell you out of this pulpit without going home and checking in your Bible yourself. Amen? There's a lot of pulpits across this nation and across the world, around the world, that are lying to people. Amen? Amen. Preaching a feel-good message so nobody will leave. And everybody keep writing them checks because they got them big bills because they want them bigger buildings. You know something? I'm like Jesus. I'll leave the 99 for the one. If one of y'all make it in, I've done my job. Amen. So baby, keep at it. Hallelujah. I can do that while I'm up behind this protection up here, see? Hallelujah. Amplified Bible. In verse 19 says, It was God personally, uh, or let me say, it was God personally present in Christ. And what was he doing? 
reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, praise God for that, but canceling them once and for all. How many of you know your sins are canceled once and for all when you give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Now, notice that it's not just canceled and then you just go on living like you were. Amen? How many of you remember the story of the adulterous woman? Well, if you don't remember the story of the adulterous woman, they, all the religious folks of that day were about ready to stone her. Okay? They said, we caught this woman in the act of adultery. Jesus did one thing. You'll probably remember this. He just kneeled down and he wrote something in the ground. I don't know what he wrote. And it don't matter. But here's what he said. He said, he who is without sin cast the first stone. So all of them dispersed. But here's what he told the woman that he called in the act of adultery. He didn't say, daughter, you're forgiven. Now you can go ahead and go just keep acting like an adulterer. You can keep just doing what you're doing and you're okay. He said, go and sin no more. Jesus Christ is ready to save any and every person, those by watching and by live stream. He's ready to save any and every person when you repent. Amen. But He's not going to save you for you to go ahead and live just like you want to live. He's going to tell you the same thing He told this lady. He's going to say, go and sin no more. Amen. That's what I did over 25 years ago when I promised the Lord Jesus Christ if He would just save me from the life I was living, that I would live for Him. And yes, I fell. I've fallen short. But I got back up. And I worked on me until I got me more in line with His Word. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. When we get born again, God don't just cover our sins. He cancels them. Amen. Amen. And he, <laughs> he cancels them like they never even existed. Listen, if somebody's uh, still reminding you of your sin, it's not God. It's the devil. He wants to keep you in sin, so he'll just keep reminding you how filthy you are. Listen to me now. Hallelujah. Don't talk to God about your sin anymore. Amen. Why? Because he don't remember it. He don't remember it. He takes the filthiness the rottenness, now I'm just talking about me, and makes them brand new. Amen. He makes them brand new on the inside. And then eventually the outside catches up with the inside. But see, the, what He makes new in the beginning is just your heart. He turns your heart around. and says, start living for me, son. Start living for me, daughter. i got so much more for you. I've restored so much more for you. All you got to do is just turn around and go the other way. I'm right here. Amen. 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 He says, come as you are. But I'll not leave you that way. Amen. You know, when I came to Jesus, the only thing I had to offer Him was me. And you know what? He said, that's okay. That's all I really want. 
All Jesus wants is you. To just come as you are. Jesus takes the worst of sinners and washes them white as snow. That's how loving He is. That's who Jesus is. That's my Lord. That's my Savior. That's why I praise Him like I do. That's why I get up every morning and I serve Him like I do. I don't want to go back. I wouldn't go back. The worst day in Jesus was better than the best day I had in the world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I am eternally grateful to God Almighty. How many grateful people do we have in here? Hallelujah. Say, I am the righteousness of God. Say it like you believe it. Amen. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's not our righteousness, it's His righteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right. I want to spend the next few moments talking about what God restored to you. That was just my introduction. <laughs> about what God actually restored to you and me. Amen? Amen. Amen? The first and most important thing that God restored in us or to us is that we can have a relationship with God Himself. Amen. With God Jehovah. Yes. Amen. Amen. Look at this in John chapter 3. The first thing that God restored was our relationship with God. And that relationship is not based on our works or us being good enough. It's based on what Jesus Christ did. Can I get an amen? amen. John chapter 3, this very familiar description. Of course, everybody knows this one. Verse number 16. Hallelujah. Say amen when you're there. It says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. The words everlasting life in this Scripture, mean, uh, those words tend to trip some people up because they think that just means eternal life. That just, they think that that just means I get to live with God forever. I got good news for you. Whether you're going to hell or you're going to heaven, you're going to live forever. Somewhere. So eternal life don't just mean we get to live forever. Amen? The word everlasting would be better rendered an ongoing perpetual life. Hallelujah. And notice the next verse. It says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Thank you, Brother Joe. Praise God. Might be delivered. Might be healed. Might be made whole. That's what salvation is. That's what being saved is. See, it's, it's, a, it's an entire insurance policy, not just fire insurance. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. A lot of people just want to get some fire insurance. I just don't want to go to hell, man. 
There's so much more than that. Come on out in the deep water. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Everlasting life, ongoing perpetual life means more than just getting saved and going to heaven. Listen, if that's all that God had in mind, was you going to heaven, then right after you gave your heart to the Lord, He would have took you home. But for some reason, He left you here. You know why? Spread the gospel. That's exactly right, my sister. To give other people what God gave you. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell other people how much that God loved you and God loves them. Amen. We need to quit being selfish Christians just thinking about us. Well, it's just about me. I'm going to heaven. Praise the Lord. I got my fire insurance. Here's my policy. Listen, you laugh, and I used to laugh at it too. Because I used to be sitting where you're at. I ain't nothing special. I'm just an old cowboy saved by grace. Amen. 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 But he made me a new creation. And he took an old cowboy, the worst sinner that he ever could have walked this planet. And some of you in here knew me. (laughs) Knew that old guy. Amen. And he made me white as snow. And he gave me a scripture. Another two, he gave me two scriptures. I'm going to give you the third one he gave me. He gave me Isaiah chapter uh, 6, verse 8. Isaiah said, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, <clears throat> Whom shall I, shall I send? And I heard myself say, Send me, Lord. Send me. That was after I got out of the belly of the whale. Because I was like Jonah too. I ran from God for years. A lot of you are running from God. You need to quit running. I'm not talking about coming up behind a pulpit. I'm talking about going on your job and preaching the gospel. Telling people how much Jesus loves them. Telling them about the resurrection. And what God restored to them. That they can have a uh, relationship with God Almighty. If they want it. And then when they say, really? Then you can explain to them how you have yours. And you don't have to do it by just quoting Scripture. Just tell them, hey, this is where I was, and this is where God has brought me. And I have not arrived, but I'm still on my journey. And I'll never, ever, ever, ever quit. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's move on. Everybody feeling good about this so far? Amen. I am. Praise God. Let's look at this in John chapter 14. John chapter 14. We're talking about man's relationship and woman's relationship. Anybody else cold in here? Would y'all get these young ladies a shawl? Can't get you one, pain. Sorry. I didn't. I know I didn't have to call your name out, did I? <laughs> I love you though, brother. You want one? Oh, you can share one with your girlfriend. Amen. Praise God. 
See, we're, a, we're uh, yeah, well, maybe I just prophesied over him. I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. We offer comfort here. Amen. Amen. We want everybody comfortable. I used to get hot because the flames of hell was hit me in the rear end. <laughs> yeah, it started at my feet and just kept going up, you know. I got I cut my feet off the floor and he, he didn't stop. But I praise God he didn't. Amen. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where was it? John 14. Man's relationship and woman's relationship was restored. See, we, never, we no longer have to be separated from God. <clears throat> no longer is there a curtain. How many of you are familiar with the Old Testament? See, there was a curtain. Only the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies. Amen? There was a high curtain. I don't remember how thick it was, but it was thick. And it was kept man separated from God's presence. And only the high priest could go in. And even if he wasn't too sure of himself either, so they tied a rope around him. And he had to pull on that bell and ring that bell every once in a while. If that bell stopped ringing, they jerked him out of there because he's probably dead. <laughs> Amen. Because sin can't go before the Lord. Amen. Sin can't be present there. That's why I say we have to change our hearts about sin. Sin will keep people out of heaven. Amen. I know Jesus paid for your sin, but He said you go and sin no more. Don't forget that part. Amen. Hallelujah. I told you I was a teacher, but I'm getting a little preach going on here. John 14. The Bible says we can come boldly before the throne of God. You see, it's a relationship we have. And that relationship is through Christ Jesus. In John 14, verse 6, it says, And Jesus said to him, I am the way. Not He's a way, but He is the way. There's only one way to heaven. Only one way to God. Only one way to a relationship with God, and that's through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You can't get there by being a good person. You cannot get there with good works. You cannot get there by doing all these good deeds. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now watch this. No one comes to the Father except through me. Notice Jesus says, He is the way. But notice also that the Father is the destination. We want a relationship with God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus came to show us, that you can have a relationship with your heavenly Father. Hallelujah. There's a longing in every man, in every woman, every human being, There's a longing for a relationship with the Father. Amen. In every religion, there's a longing for this kind of relationship. They're just going about it the wrong way. Amen. Amen. Didn't Jesus just say, I'm the only way? Amen. He's the only risen God, guys. The rest of them are in the ground. 
Amen. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life, Jesus said. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. Amen. Look at this in Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. And again, these are all scriptures that are validating the restoration of our relationship with God Almighty. Amen? If we want it. Turn to your neighbor and say, do you want a relationship with Him? Amen. You got to want it. Paul says in verse 10, Philippians chapter 3, verse 10, he says, that I may know Him. Hallelujah. That I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being conformed to His death. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that again. That I may know Him. Everybody say, I want to know Him. And the power of His resurrection. The Amplified says it like this. It says, For my determined purpose, that I may know Him, that I may progressively, remember we're a work in progress, that I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with Him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of His person more strongly and more clearly, and that I may in that same way come to know the power outflowing from His resurrection, which it exerts over believers, and that I may so share His sufferings as to be continually transformed. Hallelujah. In the spirit, in spirit into His likeness, even to His death in the hope. Praise God. So what did God do? He restored. He made a way for you and I to come back to Him. Amen. You know, I've never met anyone that has not sinned and come short of the glory of God. Not one person. But at the same time, I've met many that have said as soon as they repented of their sin and turned around, God was right there. He's always right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All we have to do is turn around. He's only one step back, guys. I, I, I walked this way, this way for years and years and years and years and years and years. Easter morning, 1997, I turned around. And guess who was standing right there? The Lord Jesus Christ. And I had a nice little talk with Him. And I... Told him all about my woes. Told him all about the things that I wished he would change. He said, son, you've got to change them. You have to repent of who you are and become who I want you to be. And I've been doing that ever since. And I'm still doing it. I have not arrived. I drove across Blanco River just like you did. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody knows the joke on that one. I mean, you know, nobody walked on water but Jesus and Peter. And Peter only did it for a couple seconds. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. God restored our way to get back to Him. Hallelujah.
No matter how far we may think we are from God, listen to me, He's only one step back. Amen? Amen? Amen. Go and sin no more. Repent and then go and sin no more. It's that easy. Which brings me to the second thing the resurrection restored to us. The resurrection has restored to us the power to live transformed lives. You and I are empowered, my brothers and sisters, uh, by Jesus Christ through His Holy Spirit to live changed lives. When we get born again, we're not only forgiven, but we're also filled with the same power of Almighty God. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead comes and lives on the inside of you in the form of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And that Holy Spirit gives you the power to do anything. I've heard Christians say, well, I just, I just can't stop this. I just can't stop that. Well, I say, well, my Bible says that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Amen. Paul said it like this. He said, we're inexcusable with our sin. It's not that you can't do something you don't want to. Or you wouldn't do it. I didn't quit drinking until I wanted to quit drinking. I didn't quit smoking until I wanted to quit smoking. I didn't, I didn't quit cussing until I wanted to quit cussing. Amen. I didn't quit putting everything else before God until I got ready to put God first in my life. You will do what you want to do. As a matter of fact, you're doing what you want to do. Thank God this morning is being in church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Can I get an amen to that? Amen. Hallelujah. We have the same power in us. Turn to your name and say, you're powerful. Amen. See, a lot of people don't even realize they got the Holy Ghost on the inside of them. Amen. And then we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 10 that we just, just read, Paul calls it this. He says it's the power of the resurrection. Jesus is no longer someone we just know about. But He's someone we can know personally. Jesus is my personal Savior. Jesus is my personal Lord. Amen. I'm an ambassador for Him. Do you know that ambassadors of a country don't go off and just do what they want to do and say what they want to say and act the way they want to act? Do you know the ambassador is charged by the government to be uh, that they're going to say and do and everything that the government tells them to do, right? Right? right. Uh, you got to say right or I can't hit you with the rest of it. <laughs> then if you're an ambassador for Christ, guess whose government you're supposed to be obeying? Hmm. That's right. The government of Almighty God. 
We do not have a right to live like we want to live. Now, I don't that don't that wasn't the message you expected to hear today. You wanted to come in here and talk about the Easter Bunny and how good Easter is and how we're going to barbecue and we're going to visit with family. The resurrection is more than that. Jesus came that you would have life <clears throat> and have it more abundantly. Amen. But we have our part. We have to want to get to know him more, uh, more on a personal basis. I had to want a personal relationship with God. He, he didn't, he, you know something? He never knocked my door down. He didn't kick my door in and says, hey, you're going to mind me, boy. Look at all that stupid stuff you're doing. He didn't do that. He put his arm around me. He said, son, you walk with me. I'm going to teach you how to walk a different way. Amen. And he will. He'll do the same for you. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Passion Bible. Well, let's, go to, let's, no, let's just go to Galatians chapter 2. I got to hurry. The most life-changing experience anyone can ever experience as a Christian is through the saving power of Jesus Christ. We're not only saved by the resurrection, but we also share in His life. Can I get an amen? amen. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 says this. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. Now watch this. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Amen. Amen. The Passion Bible says this. It says, My old identity has been co-crucified with the Messiah. And it no longer lives. For the nails of His cross crucified me with Him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine, for the Anointed One lives His life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith in the Son, of the Son of God who loves me so much that He gave Himself for me and He dispenses His life into mine. Isn't that good? He dispenses His life into us. Hallelujah. Which brings me to the last thing the resurrection restored to us. Everybody say praise God for the last thing. It restored to us an everlasting inheritance. Turn over to 1 Peter chapter 1. Hallelujah. An everlasting inheritance. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, and I'm going to read this out of Amplified to save time. It says, Praised, honored, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. By His boundless mercy, we have been born again to an everlasting or ever-living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 
Verse 4. Born anew. Amen? Born anew into an inheritance. Now watch this. Which is beyond the reach of change and decay. It's imperishable. It's unsullied. It's unfading. And it is reserved in heaven for you. Amen. You who are being guarded, garrisoned by God's power through your faith till you fully inherit that final salvation. Praise God. That salvation that is ready to be revealed for you in the last time. Another translation in verse 4 says it this way. It says, we are reborn into a perfect inheritance that can never perish. It can never be defiled, and it will never diminish. It is promised and preserved forever in the heavenly realm for us. Praise God. Notice it says born anew. You have to be born again. You have to be born again into this inheritance. Amen? <clears throat> Excuse me. Hallelujah. In closing. I know those are the words that most of you have been waiting to hear. <laughs> Amen. In closing, my brothers and sisters, my heart is to encourage everyone that's hearing the sound of my voice. Not only those in this room, but also those watching my live stream. I want to encourage each and every one of you. First, to those who are born again. Let me encourage you to enjoy the full measure of the inheritance that's been restored to you. Amen. That inheritance came through this resurrection of Jesus Christ. For those who have not been born again, and I would not assume that everybody in this room nor everybody that's watching my live stream this morning has been born again. Going to church does not make you a Christian giving your life and your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ does. So I would not assume that everybody's born again. I never do. That's why we always give everybody an opportunity to get to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? But for those who have not been born again, let me encourage you that it's never too late. As a matter of fact, everything we're doing today, Resurrection Sunday, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ was not for the saved. It was for the one. And that one may be you. Amen. 25 so odd years ago, it was me. Everything that Jesus done, every stripe that He took hanging on the cross was for me. And I thank God He did that. Amen? But everything that was done was for you and you alone. Let's all stand together, please. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Luke chapter 15, verse 10, And talking about someone who gives their heart to the Lord. 
In Luke chapter 15, verse 10, it says, Likewise, I say to you that there is joy in the presence of angels, in the angels of God, over one person, one sinner, who repents. Did you know that heaven rejoiced when you gave your heart to the Lord? You know, for all those who have not given their heart to the Lord, that, the, that heaven's going to rejoice when you do? What better day than Resurrection Sunday? What better day to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ? What better day to know the power of His resurrection? What better day to be restored to a new life in Christ Jesus? With every head bowed and every eye closed. No one looking around. Let's respect the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit's going to do today. Somebody's going to get saved today. Somebody's going to get delivered. Somebody's going to start walking in newness of life. And that someone could be you. I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Well, let me say this first. In Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says if you... Believe in your heart the Lord Jesus Christ was the Son of God. And you confess Him with your mouth as your Lord, you will be saved. So repeat this with me. Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus Christ is your only begotten Son. I believe He died, was buried, and was resurrected just for me. Jesus Christ Come into my heart and be my Lord. Be my Savior. Show me in your Bible what you would have me do. And I'll do it. I want to live with you forever. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Brothers and sisters, let me leave you with this. Our Redeemer is coming again. The Bible declares that on a certain day, a trumpet's going to sound. And the sky's going to open. And the dead in Christ will rise first. And then those of us who are left will be gathered together with Him in the air. Amen. Amen. What you've just done this morning by repeating that prayer, whether you rededicated your life or you gave your heart to the Lord for the first time, what you've done this morning as you've guaranteed yourself, if you'll stay with it and not quit, you've guaranteed yourself uh, or assured yourself that one day you're going to live with God forever. Can I get an amen? amen? Have a blessed resurrection day. Amen. Hallelujah.